Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone, I hope you're having the most incredible week so far. It's February. It's February already and this week's conversation is a topic we've not explored before on this podcast, which is pretty cool when you think about how many episodes we've released so far about journaling. Just goes to show there's always something else to talk about. There's always another level. There's always another angle to take. And this is the power of our creativity. This is the power of having that desire to understand, to explore, to express. We always find something new, something deeper, something different. And so here's my invitation for you this week. And it's a little bit controversial because I'm going to suggest that you don't add journaling to your to-do list. And I'd love to explore with you why. So journaling is one of the most powerful tools for self-development, self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-leadership. It's this gateway, this gateway tool into who you really are. And as we've explored many times before, that the potency of getting to know you at that deeper and deeper level just transforms every single aspect of your life. And so it's tempting to make journaling a task, something on your to-do list, something that you want to be able to check off because it makes you feel productive or efficient or powerful or in control, whatever words feel most resonant with you. However, when journaling is distilled to something on our to-do list, it becomes a doing thing, an activity we are just wanting to check off. And bizarrely, when it's part of your to-do list, it's also a barrier to what else you've got to do in the day. Because if it's like, oh, I've got to do my journaling first before I can get to this, and then this is really important, and blah, 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 and suddenly the the journaling, this gateway into you becomes a barrier, becomes a frustration, becomes a point of resistance and friction because we feel we've got to move through that before we can do other things. Hmm. Now, bizarrely, that isn't our intention. It's actually very smart to incorporate journaling into a routine or to put it on a to-do list, because what gets tracked gets done. What's incorporated into a routine, into a ritual, becomes something that becomes habitual. It becomes automatic because the trigger can drive us into action. However, we want to get this balance. We need to be mindful that our desire to systemize our journaling doesn't become the thing that then erodes its magic. Because journaling has this potential for giving us crazy amounts of depth, access to our imagination, 
idea generation, self-expression, like all that good stuff. And I feel it's, it's useful and empowering for us to be aware of whether we're approaching journaling from an energy of doing or an energy of being. And let's explore the difference between those two. So doing is task orientated, it's goal orientated, it's outcome driven. Doing is taking care of X to deliver Y. And when we're doing, we can often sink into the motions. We're just doing what's necessary to get that thing done. We can be very in our heads, very analytical, very logical. And it's all about getting to the other side of it. Task done, check, win. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. This is about productivity. This is about efficiency. This is about making things happen and getting things done. But beingness, being, has a different kind of energy. And actually, this word is kind of harder to define. Now, I want to start by saying, and it's useful to remind ourselves that we are human beings, not human doings. And yes, I know that's pretty obvious. However, it's a useful point of reference because how much emphasis do we put on each of those energies? I've noticed this with myself. Often we're more comfortable in the doing. We know what it means to be busy. We know that having tasks can move the needles and get things done. And there's, there's value, there's perceived value in output. And also there's the expectations, there's our responsibilities. And so we're often inclined to prioritise and value doing more than being. Being is different though. Being doesn't care about moving through one task to get to the next thing. It doesn't care about productivity unless the task it's being with requires productivity. Being is about presence. It's about who you are being now. Are you being calm, focused, grounded, excited, frustrated, rushed, loving, angry? It's about an elevated awareness. Being is an invitation to expand your noticing skills. What can you feel? What can you see? What are you experiencing in the thing that you're doing? Even something as simple as your breathing, noticing your breathing. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Is it is it rushed? Is it heavy? Uh, what does it feel like to hold the pen in your hand? What's your experience of noticing the words that you want to capture showing up as your journaling? If we allow ourselves to approach our journaling from a place of beingness, chances are we'll tap into a whole different type of conversation. This shift from being to doing changes the context of your journaling and that changes everything because the context shapes the frame it defines the lens you look through it inspires the intention that you write with still journaling it's the same activity but a different outcome entirely and 
being is a powerful energy to bring to journaling because journaling is less about tangible outputs. We don't need to end up with a post or an email or something deliverable. We don't even need to end up with a, with a full page. We just need to feel explored and expressed because we're journaling, we're writing to discover ourselves, to know what we're thinking, to feel how we're feeling, to discover what's happening, to find the layers and then peel them away to see what's underneath. When you can be, when you're journaling and you can sink into the present moment, you don't need to be distracted by what else needs to happen in the day. Because that's a different point of now. In this moment of now, you can use your journal in a state of beingness to dive deeper into the present moment, to be fully here and now. And in the state of being, it's no longer about how many words you write. Instead, it's having the awareness to follow your instincts wherever they might go. For for example, often when I'm journaling, I might pause and just feel. I might take some time to just notice. Hmm, that's interesting. I'm feeling, suddenly my chest is feeling tight or gosh, suddenly I'm feeling irritated. What What's that about? And in the pause, the curiosity can bubble up can open a different gateway one that would have been completely invisible if you were just right I've got to finish this journaling got to crack on got to get it done got to write the words no when we be with our journal we allow ourselves the permission to sit with ourselves actually it's quite difficult to sit with ourselves if we're not used to this Can we sit with the discomfort? Can we sit with the frustration? Can we sit with the excitement that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't see this before, but now this, this, this insight is so powerful. Where's this gonna take me? Can we, can, we, can we sit with that? Can we be patient? Can we trust that the words that seem to be pointless and meaningless might actually open the door once we've expressed them into a eureka moment or breakthrough. We want to be seeing journaling as something to be in rather than something to get through. And yes, this is a very subtle and nonchalant shift, but it's an interesting one because of the shift in energy it creates in the moment. When we can be in something, when we can immerse ourselves in something, we find more reverence. We can unlock more intentionality. There's instantly more depth because the now sinks deeper. It doesn't necessarily expand out further. It doesn't take you away somewhere different. It allows you to be richly immersed with what is here now. Often when we're doing and we're distracted and we're busy, 
we're at the surface of stuff because there's a rush to make things happen and get things done, which is necessary in some situations. I'm totally not dissing the busy, the productivity, the efficiency. That's an important aspect of who we are. I'm inviting you to explore this depth that comes from presence and being and sinking into the moments of now that reveal the stuff that's under the surface that takes you closer to your centre that holds the keys to the doors within that are often locked and hidden because you don't see them from the surface. I know I've said this many times before, but I think it's important to say again, journaling is such a simple tool. It's a pen and notebook or notes on your phone. That's it, pen and notebook. But it's a gateway to magic and miracles. It's a mirror for you. And when we intend to use the blank page as a receptacle, as a vessel to gather and preserve what's present for us in the moment, well, this is such a potent use of your time, your focus and your energy. It deserves more than a check on your daily to-do list. This moment where you meet you, this moment where you deepen your relationship with you, this moment where you get curious about what what is present for you, what's under the surface, what who you are, when you get curious about these important questions. You are infinite, limitless. There are, th- you can spend a lifetime, and you will spend a lifetime, discovering who you are. The question is, do you want to know yourself at a surface level, in a state of constant doing? Or do you want to know yourself at that deep level, from a place of, of being? Chances are you want to know yourself in both realms. And chances are it's the realm of being that has been the most neglected. So here's my invitation to you. I invite you to use journaling as a guide that holds your own hand as you dive deeper and deeper into your truth. And next time you sit with your journal... Step into the energy of being instead of doing. Don't start with the intention of, I'm going to get this done so I can do X. Don't start with the intention of, I'm doing this to check off my checklist. Sit with the intention of curiosity, wonder, awe, reverence, respect. Who are you now? Who are you? Who are you being now? (laughs) 
Magnify the moment. Dial it up. Buddha says, be where you are, otherwise you will miss your life. John Kabat-Zinn says, the little things, the little moments, they aren't little. The energy of being in your journal. Turns a little thing into something extraordinary, into a moment that matters. That's my invitation for you this week. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this episode has given you some food for thought. If you enjoyed what you heard today, I would so appreciate a, a review, a rating, This helps the podcast get seen by new people and other people. And I think in our busy world, anything we can do to cultivate a deeper relationship with ourselves is is so powerful. It's so empowering. It's empowering. It's why I love creating these episodes and why I'm so passionate about making journaling accessible to, to more people, like deep intentional journaling so you can be your best self so important so feel please do rate and review the show you can also contact us on social we are at best self co you can reach me i'm at georgina elma shady come say hello come check out our, our stuff and i look forward to seeing you again next week for another deep dive conversation about the potency and power of journaling to discover the truth of who you are Until then, get to writing.